Let's get spooky. Today we are Russian. My name Leanna V. My name Ashley. <laughs> and that is all you're going to get. Uh, so on today's episode we are talking about horror, horror. things. Horror. Horror. Enunciate. It is horror flicks. Horror flicks files. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Number two. Because we watched more things since the last one. We did. We, we do. have a lot of things. And I think some of the things that we talked about on the previous uh, Horror Flix files, now we can kind of elaborate more on because they've been out. So I it's don't even not, remember what we talked we about. Talk, <laughs> we had just seen Doctor Sleep yes, and we're we like, did. we're not going to say anything about it. Um, and then there were some other movies that were pretty fresh. Um, but full disclosure, this is going to be reviewing horror movies, current and past ones. So uh, earmuffs if you don't like spoilers because we're going to talk about stuff we're not holding back. Or if you're too lazy to watch it, just listen to us. True. Both work. We'll give it to you. So we're going to go um, through shows and movies, uh, things that we have seen, and then also things that we're looking forward to. But we'll start with what we're currently watching or have finished. Mm-hmm. Shall we start with Dracula? Dracula! Yes. Which I loved very much. Me too. Um, did you see the the billboard? Yes, I did. And How they did cool that knife that? thing and then the the, uh, the shadow yeah, so, situation. Uh, BBC did a billboard for Dracula and all it looked like was a bunch of stakes. Like it didn't make stakes. sense. But I would walk, I, I would, it's on my bus route too. Like oh, so it's here? I thought there's it was one, in... There's two of them. There's oh. one. I think there's one on my bus route because I saw one and I was just like, I just I assumed like, BBC, I thought it was like no. somewhere in the UK, but so it was white and then it had a bunch of bloody yep. stakes on the left-hand side. And then on the right-hand side, it just said Dracula in the font of the Netflix mm-hmm. show. But as the sun goes down, the stakes cast a shadow of Dracula's profile with his yeah, fangs. Like which... so cool, so clever. Um, but from what I've heard, people have been kind of shitting on it. A lot of people don't like it. Here's the thing. So, and I started it just a few days ago and I actually, the first half hour, I really fucking hated. And I, I went really? into it. I honestly did. And I went into it and I was like, this looks cheesy. And then when they showed Dracula as like his old self, I was just like, you know, like this is like shitty makeup and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And then like, I just like, didn't get it. I was like, okay, he's going to bite someone. He's going to get younger. And then, like, it, it took, because each episode is an hour and a half long. And I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's I, kind of like how Sherlock was, where it was, like, three episodes, like, an hour and a half each. Yeah, so it's technically a miniseries. Yeah. It's only three episodes. I think each episode is an hour and 30 yeah. about, right? Yeah. Uh, so they're a little bit longer. And I remember watching the first one thinking, this is, is a movie. This is going on for a very long time. Yeah. And then I realized that they're just longer episodes. Yeah. So my first impression was, like, this is going to be shit, but, like, for research purposes, I need to do it. Mm-hmm. And, like, also, like... I don't know, like it just, like I was watching it last night and I had it on my Instagram story and people were like commenting. They're like, is this worth it? Like whatever. Like, and I was like, you know what? Like honestly, hang tight for the first 30 minutes because it is like, it feels a little cliche because a lot of people have tried to do Dracula. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have failed. So it's like to do it again and have Netflix, you're like, oh, a Netflix show, like trying to like do Dracula. Fuck trying you. to j- jump on the bandwagon yeah. of yeah. doing. Yeah. But then it gets really fucking good. Yeah. And it's um, <laughs> essentially. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to point this out. Cameron is off camera on the whiteboard. So we, <laughs> Was it last episode or the episode before we start, we have a word that we say and we're not going to say it because if we say it, then we go down the rabbit hole of saying it, but we're not allowed to say it anymore because we sound like Valley girls. Um, and well, you probably Sometimes know you what can the word use it in a sentence and it's fine. Yeah. A lot of times you can use the word in a sentence, but we use it way too much. So we're not allowed. We're not, I'm like thinking about when I'm, I'm like, going to say it. Um, anyways, we're moving on. Dracula is <laughs> great. Um, so I agree. I think when it started off, I think the main problem with anything Dracula, whether it's a show, a movie, anything, um, we have had so much Dracula. Dracula is one of the most historic, I guess, horror characters. And it almost becomes cliche. For sure. We're and just we're like, oh, another fucking vampire. Another thing. vampire. Yeah. Thing. But we have so many expectations of who Dracula is, what his tendencies are, how how he does things, um, so many traditions that if it doesn't immediately meet those requirements, I think a lot of people write we it off. Sh- we shut out. We're yeah, just you just gone. don't you don't like it, or you're I guess more apt to just 
hate on it or shit on it, even you're not giving it a chance. Mm -hmm. uh, so I do have to agree at the beginning. I didn't really much care for the intro. Um, I didn't like it either. And in, a good intro is solid for a good show when the intro or the music is kind of hokey. Um, you lose me a little bit, but I do agree. I think after the 45 minute mark, I was a little invested mm -hmm. because things are happening that you didn't anticipate happening. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of things that I saw, I could kind of see coming, mm -hmm. um, but I really liked, I liked kind of the backwards movement of you seeing him become these people. Um, and again, spoilers, if you haven't watched it, we're gonna talk very in depth we're about, talk it. about it. Um, off. The second episode I really loved. I loved I, you it know what really freaked me out is the whole first episode I was trying to figure out who Dracula was to me because I I am someone who I'll see actors and I I just go, Who's that? Like I've seen him before in something and I don't know and it bothers me the whole yeah. damn show. But it doesn't bother you enough yeah. to start to and hit he, pause and Google. He it. was in this and I told you like he was in this foreign film that I watched back in like when I was living in Seattle and it was um, this, it was with the main Dracula guy who's Clayus Bang and he was this, he was in this uh, movie and it was called The Square and it was also shitting on the art industry, kind of like uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, mm -hmm. but like in a different way that- but You said it was felt, a foreign film, right? It was a foreign film. It was done very well. It was going through um, the- ways that art curators were dealing with bullshit and um the guy who played dracula was also like an art you know specialist mm -hmm. and throughout in the entire show of dracula I, my brain out. was just going who is this guy yeah like, i've seen him before and it was that guy but um yeah, the first episode was really like a pretense and it wasn't until the last 40 minutes where I was just kind of invested and I was- The nuns are in the first episode, right? Yes. It's hard for me because I watched it all kind of uh I was watching the first one while I was working. And so then I wasn't fully invested because I was just in my own realm and kind of like seeing it and not mentally being like, right. And then the second episode is when they're on the boat. Yes. And it's like a, a kind yeah. of like a weird time jump. So you do, you have to pay attention because it jumps around a lot. Um, the girl that plays Agatha Van Helsing, I love her character. And when she's she, a badass, she's such a badass. And when they're in the convent, right? With an, it's called the convent, yeah. right? With the nuns um, and her accent. And she's just the, once she comes out, you're trying to understand, you're like, she's a nun. Yeah. But she is not really a nun. No. She's like the anti nun in this, in this community of nuns. And she's like the punk rock nun. Right. And she's, she's a badass. I love her accent. And one thing that I do have to say that, I really loved about the show is the special effects with like the blood and the gore yeah. and a nun's head gets cut off and it's real good. Oh like, yeah. That scene I watched, when I think I watched it three that, times. Like church. And she's doing and, the prayer and yep. the prayer. I'm not a very religious person personally. And when that nun is doing the prayer and she's basically trying to um, give these nuns courage and basically saying like, just because you don't see God in front of you doesn't mean he isn't there. He's within us. And, and Dracula is like, Oh, fuck you. And she, it's, it's, it ends on such a high note where I was like, you know, I'm not very religious, but like, I feel God in me right now. And yeah. then her head gets cut off and yeah. I was like, you know, unfortunate timing, but it was super badass. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. I think I like the time jumps too. I feel like you feel it from the first episode, even to the last where it becomes more of like a modern day, a modern day yeah. scenario. And it's kind of. You know, I'm like, is there a Dracula down the street for me? I Maybe. Well, Tech, you said they, f oh no, you're talking about, I thought oh, they filmed that. that. No. They didn't film that one um, in your neighborhood. But it, it's very, um, you know, like it has this sub category of, you know, this kind of like leeching subculture where it's like these like overbearing dudes. And that's what I got from it, where it's just like, these guys are just like preying on like their victims, their victims to, become, yeah. to become more powerful. And, and it, he's it's absorbing almost like their this powers. society statement too, where beyond the ideal and the whole like, you know, history of Dracula, it's, yeah. it's kind of like how far will someone go to just obliterate everyone in their, you know, 
To serve their own purpose. Yeah, to serve their own purpose. One thing that I really enjoyed about it was the fact that it didn't end the way I no, thought it was, was a weird end. ending. And at first, I finished the episode today, actually. Me and it too. Ended, and I was kind of upset. I was like, really? That's how you're going to go out? Really? This is how it's going to end? But then I thought about it, and Cameron and I were talking about it a little bit more. And the one thing that I can't appreciate is it was different. Mm -hmm. and it didn't take the safe route. It didn't just follow the story that we're used to. And I think that's what most people that are doing a Dracula movie or a Dracula show, you have the blueprints. Yeah. It's been done so many times. So you're just going to do a variation of what you've seen before, which it had a lot of elements of the lore of Dracula, but then it went and it took a risk and yeah. it made its own choices and it put it in a place where there was like finality. To and it, it. wasn't it cheesy. Mm -mm. I was really nervous. Walk like, the whole time, even clicking on it, I was just thinking this is going to be a cheese boat and I'm going to yeah. spend six hours or five hours or whatever just watching this thing that's going to be the same shit that I've seen over and over right. again where it's like, oh, vampires, will suck. Someone else's vampires will suck your blood and take they your life your and go on to their next victim. And yes. it was just, it was done in a way that was historically jumping that was intriguing to me. And I think that, I don't know, I, I, went into it having no hopes and got out of it being entertained. Really entertained. Yeah, yeah, I was super entertained. Um, this is a side note question, but do you believe vampires are real? Um, <sighs> through a little curveball I mean, at you. I know people, I actually know people through the circle that we're kind of well-versed in at this point in LA and in life, like, I know people who say that they are. Mm -hmm. Do I think that they um, profit off of the blood of other people? No, I think that that's probably fucking themselves up. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's vampires. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I, I just know. like to ask because I think there there are people that. But then if you have your vampire teeth in, so I don't know what to believe. Ding. Um. Well. My opinion on it is I believe that everything comes from something. So stories come from every sort of lore or fantasy or mythical story. They all, they all source from something, whether or not it's an actual truth or reality. Is I mean, I think Dracula debate. was real. Like there was the a person, whole, the whole the, folklore of him being in Transylvania and stuff was right. like a real situation. But I agree with you. I don't necessarily there's a difference between believing that someone drinking someone's blood is a nutritional, there's nutritional value yeah. and you survive off of that. There are, there's groups of people that drink human blood or drink animal blood and they believe that that sustains them. Um, I don't necessarily like in this modern day and age in the, you know, in the two thousands believe that that's a real thing, but yeah. I believe that this all comes from something. So I'm not one to, th to rule out the fact that at a certain time, I, yeah, definitely. there could have been a because being there was or like, a creature. We were talking about before in our medical episode where there were certain medical procedures where they thought that at that time that was something that would help them. So maybe there were people who were like vampires who thought that drinking blood would make them more powerful or make them more supreme in right. that but like actual mind. sustaining in this day and age, if you were to drink blood, you would die. I mean, well, not, you, not, you you'd die. get a little fucked up. You would, but I'm saying if you were just to drink blood and nothing else, yeah. like if you never had water you'd or a crouton like a, a or mild, churro. mad cow scenario. Right, something would, you'd probably on an episode of Monsters Inside Me. It's essentially like small cannibalism. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as you're not murdering, well, yeah. Maybe it's, a little bit. As long as you're not hurting someone, if someone's like, here, have my blood, but also you should test that blood before you drink it. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, well, now that we went down a very weird path, <laughs> we'll circle back to um, other things. Should we continue on shows and then so, we'll move to movies? Yeah, I watched, and I don't know if you watched the first season, and it's not like horror related, but it is like socially a horror um, that you show on Netflix. So I heard a couple of people talking about it and I watched, you know, on Netflix when you click on just the title and it'll play the little preview and yeah. I got sucked into the preview yeah. and I was like, I had heard about it, but I didn't realize it was like a murder 
Oh yeah, type no, show. it's a full on murder show. So I'm f- I'm fully interested. I haven't watched and it yet. It's, it's actually pretty relevant when dealing with like stalkers and stuff because essentially, like in the first season, it's this guy and he looks like a normal guy. He's a he's a really attractive dude. At that time, in the first season, he's living in New York and um, he becomes attracted to like this woman and she's he just he shows the absolute like openness of the internet and everything where he's just like okay like let me find her instagram let me find out all of her friends let me find out where she lives all these things and he stalks her and he will kill anyone who gets in the way of him and her being together oh and so it was super interesting to me because one like thinking about how open we are as people and like showing where we are and who we're talking to and people trying to be our friends and everything yeah you know that's a whole thing but so the first season did really well and then the second season they filmed in LA because they show him being like fuck New York I'm gonna move to a new town and he well didn't he wasn't he was trying to escape like oh yeah well he murdered some motherfuckers right and he's like I gotta get out of here because they might and he was like you know what I'm not gonna murder anymore I'm gonna be a good guy so he moves to LA turns over leaf and it's funny because like they're filming and when I locked like I, I looked at the show and realized that the movie theater she was going to is like two miles from me. You're and, like, I know that background. <laughs> I was just going like, okay, this is like really close to me. Yeah. Uh oh. But also it puts in perspective like the idea of someone who is seemingly normal and then trying to live a normal life and then, you know, falling in love and immediately being like just I'm gonna look at all of these people who she's hanging out with I'm gonna look at who she's her parents are I'm gonna find out where she lives all this stuff and I'm not a crazy stalker and he like kind of I'm not a he he almost um conditions himself to believe that he's doing the right thing right he's he's murdering these people to make their lives better together and it's okay and so he's justifying. He's the, he's like, you know what? Like, if I get rid of this asshole, this is going to make our lives so much better. It's almost like that vigilante kind of. He yeah. in his mind, he thinks yeah. he's doing good. He's yep. getting rid of the bad guys, which. But at the makes same sense, time, but, like by by season two, he has the internal conflict where he doesn't want to be a monster anymore. He's like, I don't want to kill anyone. I don't want to do these bad things. But, but aren't you like? To me, I always think when like this is obviously a show. This is made up. Um, but kind of coming back to what you were saying about how open people are and which is actually a real horror and actually a real threat. And it's really important, I think, kind of to make like a real life adaptation of this. People are not very smart when it comes to realizing how open you are on social media, how you tag your location, how you check into an area and you don't know who's watching you, what their motive is. Um, And I think it's really important for people to realize from shows like this that are for entertainment purposes, but take the real life aspect out of it and realize that you can't trust people. No, Um, I had to deal with that last year and I was just mesmerized, but how people could put pieces together to just find information find you, yeah find where you live find yep. your friends it's so easy and it's yeah. actually really scary but like this whole show puts that into perspective as a modern random dude just liking a girl and having to go down the rabbit hole to find every little bit about her yeah what she likes where she goes and murder anyone who comes in his way well and also that obsessive behavior of someone not realizing that that's not normal yeah the way you typically in normal everyday life the way you get to know someone is you meet them hi i'm liana hi i'm ashley we have a conversation we learn things about her we just we disclose the information we feel comfortable sharing with each other and that's how we learn about each other if i were to meet you for the first time and i'm like I know where you live. I know who your parents are. I know uh, what bank you bank Which at. Is I know crazy. You would be like, "Wow, you're a crazy lady. Please get away from me." You and know? The, and the irony is that the internet does do that for you without even knowing it. And for me, like, I will have people who like will Google me and they'll be like, "I found this online." I'm like, "That's not true." Right. And people will just piece things together without you consenting. Right. But like. For this show, the irony was that, like, in season two, 
the girl he ends up falling in love with is also a little cuckoo. So they're both oh. kind of and spoilers, whatever. Fuck yeah. you. So have you finished the second yeah. episode? Oh, yeah. Okay. Or second season. She's she's crazy in a way that is conducive to his craziness. Well, also sometimes crazy meets crazy and it's perfect, or sometimes yeah. crazy meets crazy and it's murder. So yeah. I mean to but. each their own. Um I'm looking forward to watching it. What did you prefer more, season one or two? Two. Does it just get more intense or it gets is it more twisty? Okay. So it's technically not It's more relatable too. I feel like because we live in LA, the ways that they um show our lifestyle, it's very indicative of, you know, like online dating and social media and being able to um, you know, try to be obscure in this town while still trying to be popular and like they use um like Chris Delia is in it who's that comedian and he is like this prominent guy who ends up being a pedophile and like it's just there's so many twists and turns but that you don't see coming yeah you don't see coming and uh it's just really I would say watch it like it's it's I, very it's on my, my it's very like indicative list. of pop culture right now well one thing that I think you just said out loud and I wasn't thinking about this before um online dating and how scary that could be I mean I'm married so I don't mess around with online I'm not dating. so I'm fucked but so I maybe don't you can be the guinea with... pig and we no, can give I don't, you all the I don't online like dating online accounts. dating I don't do it but, I would not recommend I hate everyone <laughs> that's well, the tea I think that there's good and bad to it because thinking about uh how you meet people and typically in the past, how you met people is you go out to places and you meet people in person. And again, you introduce yourself and you find people, most of the time it's people that you're attracted to and that's how the ball gets rolling. But now there's a thing called online dating. The scary thing about online dating is you create the person that you want to be. Yeah. So I could be honest with myself and with other people and say, you know, this is who I am, this is what I'm into, or I could create this fantasy person um, and be who I, in my mind, which is be. also what catfishing spawns. Absolutely, from, yeah. Which is um, another horror. Which, for the longest time, I didn't know what that meant, and I and I didn't understand. I was like, "What is catfishing? Like, I don't really like eating catfish. It's gross, yeah. but I don't understand it." Um, but I think that the fact that people can meet each other all over the world through online dating, and you create this person of who you want to yeah, be even is Facebook, scary. Even Facebook has it now. Like when yeah. I open it on my phone, it, it'll say, Ashley, like join the 26,000 people who are dating right now via Facebook. And I'm, I'm just mesmerized by how, I don't know, desperate is the word, but like the, the extreme need to like need that. And yeah. I think that's also like bringing out the crazy and also hiding the crazy from people. Yeah. And we see that in a lot of horror movies and shows that that element of, and I guess it's not necessarily just this, the online dating element, but it's the social media element. And you see a lot of uh, horror movies um, that are using that social media element yeah. and they're, they're inputting the fact of how much people live through their phone or through their computer, through that online personality and persona. And sometimes it can be a great asset. Sometimes you can meet people that you never would have crossed paths, crossed paths with. Um, like us, like, like we us. met via internet. Absolutely. We met online. That was a good situation. And it's worked out. Yeah. 25 episodes later, we're still here. Yeah. Um, but other times it becomes this tool for evil and mm -hmm. I mean, anything can be used for good or evil, but I, I feel like it's so easy to go down that rabbit hole of people creating a persona who they want to be perceived as and then getting stuck in that kind of path, that cycle, yeah. and not being able to get away with it or get get away from it. And it's also creating boundaries in a essential field of like influx information and visuals that you almost can't. So you have to, like in terms of us, like we're always working, we're putting out, stuff that we're doing and also we have a lot of people that come at us and and they're you know admirers of us they love what we do and then it's also like having the boundaries of like being you know present in their lives to a certain extent but also be present in our lives yeah and i think that's that's a very tough thing of realizing that um social media is just that it's social media it's not actually the real world it's yeah. not um it's per it's what 
it's it's hard for me to explain because it's a perception, yeah. right? It's what you want people to perceive you as or what people perceive you as, how they see you. Um, but I think that's a hard thing for people to separate. Yeah, because if anyone saw me versus, at home, <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, what the fuck, Ashley, <laughs> with your bun and your glasses? Get in the my, fuck out. In my sweatpants yeah. and... Um, yeah. So with your hamburger slippers. <laughs> Jesus. Do you have Christ. hamburger slippers? Yeah, I do. Oh, I had uh, Chewbacca slippers, but I only have one Chewbacca slipper and I don't know That's what happened. So we don't wear those anymore. Um, but uh, I guess we can move. Do you have any other shows or do you want to move to? Um, I, well, I watched one like a really bad mockumentary on Amazon because I was, I was on Amazon and I was just trying to buy things I shouldn't buy. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just watch something and so because i have amazon prime i don't know what account i have but it was just saying that i have all these free things you're like watch this i guess i'm paying for this i'll watch it and it was like i forget what it was called i have it in my notes because i just will not remember it because what was was it about it was essentially it was a mockumentary which if anyone doesn't know what that is it's a documentary it's a A fake documentary Fake documentary it was called after dark lake mungo well, I mean, from the title, I could have probably told you not going to be a winner. Basically, this chick, Alice, and she drowns in a lake and um, they pronounce her dead. They find the body and all of that. And then the family is grieving. And so the brother of the girl who died sets up all these cameras and um, starts filming because they're having like weird activity in their house, almost like paranormal. So you get halfway through the documentary and this is where like, I'm just like, fuck this document mockumentary. Um, is it listed as a mockumentary? It's like, listed as the- a, no, you really have to search because I thought oh. it was, I thought it was real shit. And I was like, this family's fucked up because this, the guy and the, the brother in the mockumentary fakes all of the paranormal shit. He like fakes all of the girls in the video, like the, the Allison, but he as sa- the viewer, you're seeing him yeah. faking it. Until he says he fakes it. You think it's all real. Oh, gotcha. You think it's all fucking real. And so you're saying until halfway yeah. through, then until you realize he's, through, yeah. And you're like, he's like, oh, by the way, like I did this this way. Like I just uh, composited this photo, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker, Alex. And so then- <laughs> um, poor sister. It just keeps going through all of these scenarios. Did where you actually like, watch it I didn't the whole even way through finish the oh, whole thing okay. I got to like it's a it's probably like an hour and a half long I got through like an hour and it was going through all these things where like they would go back at the footage and um the girl was babysitting with this creepy family and she was hiding a tape and like there was like a sex tape and it was just like all these things I'm like I don't understand the plot I don't understand what's going on it sounds awful, but it's it so, sounds like a lot of things. Like now, I'm intrigued. Oh, it was so weird. Like sometimes, I just, sometimes when things are really bad, I watch it in fast forward. Have you ever watched was, anything in fast forward? I tried. Cameron and, does it all the time. We'll watch something and we're like, uh, and then we fast forward, fast forward ten minutes. We watch for thirty seconds, and if it's still bad, we fast forward. Well, I watched it because I was so sick of like watching normal horror movies. I was sick of watching just suspense things, and then found footage things, and then documentaries about aliens and I was like what it what's a mockumentary like what is this and I gave it a shot it really didn't work out I gave it a shot (laughs) gave it a good old college finish but I it was free um we before you came over so we watched we finished Dracula and then on I think it's Netflix or any other kind of streaming service. Once you're done watching something it's gonna give you a preview recommendations for the next thing. And so um, it was called, it's called ghost stories and it's, um, it's in, it's in, made in India and it's all, uh, dubbed over. So everything that's dubbed over for me, I have a hard time at the very beginning cause the mouths aren't synced up and it's just kind yeah. of weird. Um, but from the previews, it looked really cool. And it was basically, it said it was a film, but it was really a bunch of little short kind of stories within this film and filmed really well. Music was good. It was very intriguing, but every single time. So I think there was maybe five of them, five little mini series within Mm -hmm. the whole thing. They start off good, intriguing. They have the hook where you're like, oh, I'm super interested. I I kind of feel like I know where it's going to go. And then at the very end, you're like, huh, what? And it's that, but I, but what I think it is, and I think this is a tough thing with foreign films 
is it's that adaptation of maybe when they were in the proper language that they're speaking, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when you translate and you dub it over, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and I wanted them to all be so good, but it, every single one there was, I think it was the very last one. Cameron's like, this one's actually really good. And then in the very end, it was not very well, good. Well, foreign film is weird. And I remember, so I was like two weeks ago and my friend came over and it was like, we were having our like anti-Christmas party or whatever. Oh, anti-Christmas party. Like, <laughs> so there's like this foreign version of Alice in Wonderland and it's really fucked up. If you, I forget what it is. I'll send you like what it is, but, um, it has this creepy puppet of the, um, bunny and it's it's just so weirdly shot that it makes you uncomfortable the whole time does it but is the story make the story is the same but it's just shot in a way where you're just like on edge and you're just like this is weird this is uncomfortable like yeah it, it makes you feel like you're like numbly vomiting in your head and I think it's just a foreign thing where it's a different perspective. Well, and it's also like a cultural thing too. So things that may maybe we're not familiar with or don't make sense in our culture make sense in their culture. There yeah. was another um, Indian kind of horror show, and I think it was called Typewriter. I don't know if you ever. There was a while where it was like popping up, and when it was newer, and it was uh, basically this story about this family. Um, and I, I don't remember all of the details because it was a little wacky, um, but this girl that grew up in this home, she leaves and basically meets her spouse, starts a family, and she ends up back in the home that she grew up with. Her dad was a writer. I think he went a little crazy. There was like murder in the town. It was like all sorts of crazy stuff so that happened. So it's murder. Murder. And uh, she moves back into this house and there's the typewriter that her dad used to use. Sure, he was a writer to write stories on. And everything's basically around this haunted typewriter. And it was really good. I found a lot of things that just didn't make sense. Overall, I was entertained and I watched the whole the whole series from beginning to end. But it was that, there was always moments where I was like, ah, yeah. like I love it, I wanna love it, but there's so many things that are just a little wacky and it's just that translation. And it's not that the actual translation of the language and the words, it's just the way the scenes are shot, the acting, things that we're not used to. And for uh, for me personally, I think, well, that just doesn't make sense. But yeah. to them, it made sense, exactly. you know? Um, so sometimes the foreign things work. Like, I think it's better when they're just subtitles. Sometimes than when they're, they're actually cooler than us in certain scenarios. For sure. I think the dubbing for me is where you lose a lot of things. Because I've even, I speak a little Spanish and I understand Spanish. And I find that when I watch some things that they dub, it's not actually yeah. the right word. Like yeah. it's what we would basically consider an equivalent, but it's not the actual word because yeah. some things don't translate. I mean, I like I took twelve years of Spanish and I still can't. I can barely speak. You have to use it if you don't but, use it. You like lose I it. do, I know. Like, and but I some know, things just I don't know translate. some Norwegian though, and then I'll see things and they'll try to translate it, and I'm just like, yeah. That's yeah, so really. that's where I feel like um, if it's a good story, subtitles, although a little bit forces you to pay attention um but sometimes subtitles just make more sense yeah you get the there actual was there was a meme where it was um it was a teletubby meme and um what was one Tinky of the Tinky? one of the teletubbies names was dipsy and uh-huh. it, it it translated to night night dipshit instead of night night dipsy and it was this whole meme trend where it was like that's how it <laughs> poor dipsy and it became this thing where like everyone was like oh that's like a night after drinking night night dipshit <laughs> well it's mostly the um isn't it like the auto subtitles yeah. like if you click on something you're like yes i want subtitles and it's the like the tv's doing it for yeah. you versus if the film actually <laughs> has some pays for subtitles to be uh, made because then the chances of it being right. Cause yeah. we watch some stuff and I'm like, that's not right. No. <laughs> I hope that's not no what they way, meant. No. Um, so yeah, I vote subtitles over dubbing when yeah. possible. Are you excited about any, like, have you heard about any upcoming horror movies that you're excited about? Um, yes, I would say I'm excited for, uh, the second quiet place. Yes. That's Although what I, was gonna say. I had one major, I think we've, I think we've talked about this like in previous episodes, one major uh, beef with the first quiet place. So you're watching the movie. 
It's rad. It's cool. It's quiet. Makes sense. Everything's awesome. And then there's the moment where the dad and the son, right? They go to the waterfall. Yeah. And if you haven't seen and this, he's like, oh, it's safe here. And he's safe here. And the kid and they scream and shit. And like, ah. And then it ruined everything for me. And I'm like, well, why isn't your family living under the waterfall? Exactly. Why didn't you build your house by the waterfall, you freaking idiot? Because if you did, then you would be safe, obviously. But no, let's go to the safe place. Why isn't place. everyone living by the waterfall? But then we're going to go back to the dangerous place where my wife is about to have a baby because that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So that was like my major thing. And I get it. Like, you're not going to be able to have your house by the waterfall. It's not going to be easy. But now father is dead. Right. He's gone. So, so now they have to figure it out. Right. So we shall see what happens. I'm excited for it. Um, I like a good movie that doesn't have to be heavy with dialogue and can still get a point across and, and still have yeah. so much suspense. The creatures it's the were cool. It's the bird box effect. Everyone just shut up. Shut the fuck up. And make me feel scared. <laughs> if you can do that, I'm very, I'll give you 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, the new Halloween. Yeah. I'm excited for Conjuring. I love the Conjuring series. Yeah, Conjuring con- 3. Is it the three? Yeah. Number number and then, number three. And then there's the boy two coming out, which I, okay. Mm. Like I didn't like the first one, but like Wait, the, the trailer. You didn't like the first one. No, but the second but one the trailer for the second one's really lit. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the trailer because I didn't care for the first one. Okay. So the first one sucked, but like the trailer's really good. Why is the trailer for the I second one I don't know good? because I think the cinematographer they hired was really good. And this is what it comes down to as just like the plot probably sucks ass, but like if the DP, you're not, you're if not the DP me. and the cinematographer and the editor is on point, I think something might no. have happened. If the story sucks, the movie sucks. If I don't the know. Sound sucks them. If the story I'm and the confused. sound, I'm conflicted because I saw it on Instagram like two days ago, and I I remember watching. Give you some feels. I watched the boy in the tub. In my wait, tub. Wait, what? <laughs> like, I was like, you watched a boy in the tub. This is not, this is not I going well for you. the first movie in my tub. And I basically almost fell asleep and almost drowned because that's how well, lame it was. <laughs> like, it sucked. Well, you know, good on you for giving number so two then, a, sh- a shot. No, but that trailer looked really good. I don't I know. Mean, see, here's the thing. I don't know. Even if it looks like a big pile of steaming poo, I'm still going to watch it. Just yeah. because you got to give everything a shot. And you never know if you'll be surprised. So yeah. I understand that. I don't have high hopes for it. No, me neither. But it probably we'll, will just be released on Netflix. We'll watch it and we'll talk about it. And I'm going to place a bet right now telling you it's probably not going to be good. Boy the, two. the boy. Two. The boy. Number two. Number two. Um, one. Taking a number two. <laughs> this is not looking good for the boy. Uh, one film that we talked about long time ago, uh, Child's Play 2. We that have both of us had very strong opinions about. And we have did you watch it? it? No. Me neither. I don't want to. Well, and I guess this is a good example of something being ruined via a trailer or changing a character so much so that I'm turned off immediately just by the look of it. Yeah. Um, and I've had really no desire. And one main thing is I never really heard anything about it either no and for me like and i said this probably in the first episode i think where like child's play that was your first yeah and kind of your that was my first introduction to horror that in nightbreed and i was just kind of at this point in my life like i bought the chucky doll and shit and everything yeah i have one too (laughs) yeah and i was like this is this is what made me who i am and for me to not even want to see that movie it kind of feels like raw and yeah, wrong. I don't know, raw and wrong. Well, I think one thing that we we see in our day and age that you didn't really see a lot before is the era of the remake. Yeah. There's always been people remaking things, but we're we're seeing more so a lot of content being remade because There's to me, money. I think it, it's safe. Yeah. Like if you're going to remake something, you realize it has a cult following, the chances of you the chances of people watching it just because they have some sort of attachment like yep. you. Yeah. It's um, like a cult classic. Exactly. And people know they're going to pay money to watch it. Right. But immediately when we were watching, when I first watched the trailer and I realized that it was like 
the Terminator Chucky, yeah. like the AI Chucky versus the the Chucky that was possessed. And that's, as a child, that's what terrified me. Every doll I had, I was like, oh my God, it's gonna be possessed. Oh, don't look it in the eyes because the voodoo in this doll, the possession is going to possess, it's gonna kill me in my sleep. So it was that whole element of you're going to make a remake, but then you're going to try to modernize it, which sometimes works. It's okay, but like don't cater to millennials. And like also I feel like that's where like I know Black Christmas just got redone and I know that it didn't do so well. And it's kind of one of those things where like just leave it be like don't make it catering to our our demographic like just let it be a 1980s or 1970s whatever classic like just but again it's that it's that safe bet it's like hey do we just make up this character that maybe people will care about maybe they won't or make up this lore this story that we're hoping people will be attached to or do we play it safe and know that this this genre this film already they'll know it'll make money yeah and like everything right now i feel like there's such a influx of content like every day like netflix has a new show they have a new thing and there's a new movie and like i went to when i saw star wars a few weeks ago it was just like i hadn't been to an actual movie theater in a long time like it would it's it's been a few months and like to just see all these Marvel movies and like random shit just coming out. I'm just like, there's just so much stuff. We are the, there's so much money going into all these things. Yeah, we are the generation, not even us, the the people after us, people before us. Um, it's the generation of consumption. Mm-hmm. So we can't consume it fast enough. I mean, think and about it's like. I think 20 years ago, people were going to libraries. Like people aren't going to libraries anymore. So people like, don't read books every anymore. Every book has been made into a movie. And I think every book has been made into a script. And so people just jump over that. And now everything is the movie industry. And that's where the money is. Yeah. And so people are sure. like, fuck books, get money. <laughs> My new EP is coming out in 2020, baby. <laughs> fuck books, get money. Um, yeah, I, I just think the times have changed. And I think honestly the accessibility and the ease of creating content is so easy now Mm -hmm. that it makes it like if we want to film a movie we can film a movie like if you have the 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 idea if you have the tools it's not as hard as it used to be um but that just because it's not as hard as it used to be doesn't mean you should do it all the time no (laughs) because you might not have the money or you might not have the solid idea so i think that really it boils down to believing in your idea and if you really have something solid and you believe in it you can make something amazing. Um, but if you're just doing something essentially to have like quantity, yeah, you need to really focus on quality over quantity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, quality yeah, over quantity, whatever. In all facets of life, yes. really, you know. Um, what else are we looking forward to? Okay, so Gretel and ha- Hansel? Gretel, Gretel and Hansel, is Gretel, that what you they say? They switched it? it. They switched it. They threw us for a loop, and they're yeah. like, "It's not Hansel I'm and Gretel. Stoked. It's Gretel and Hansel." We're going to see a screening of it. Yeah. soon. I know. I'm excited. Um, so we will chat with you about it after the screening. Well, we won't give you spoilers after the screening. But we'll the trailer, you can watch the trailer now, and the trailer is lit. Yeah, there was uh, there was a remake of Hansel and Gretel a couple of years ago, probably more than a couple of years yeah. ago, and I I dug it. I was entertained I, it was by cool. it. Um, I love the. The fairy tale story, so yeah. I'm excited to see what this one's shot darker though. Yeah, like it's I a little more dark, gritty. Yeah, like it's well done. I'm excited for it, so we will report back in our next horror flicks number three mm-hmm. um, and let you know what we thought about it. Um, what about movies? So, any movies that you've seen? I haven't watched shit. Well, we so I'm we, very busy. You're a busy lady, but we we went and saw uh, Doctor Sleep, mm-hmm. and we were kind of like tight-lipped about it. We didn't say a whole lot because it had just... No, I think we said a lot of shit. Did we really? I think we did. I think we said that we were going to say shit and then we did. And oh, we were like, I think you're oopsies. right. I think we're like, hey, we're just going to... And then it was like, shh. And then we said a lot I, of things. I vaguely remember spilling my guts about well, it. Well, you know what? I have... Um, I loved it. I thought it was great. I have a Dr. Sleep shirt that I wear to sleep every night. It I helps don't. me. You don't? I wear oh. the one you made me. Oh yes, your your Christmas gift. Yes. I have a birthday gift that I made you too, which is going to be really I exciting. Know, I'm excited. Um, but I love that film. I think it was fantastically shot. It was beautiful. I loved how dark it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, obviously, not necessarily a remake, uh, but a sequel. 
And they did such a great job. Yeah, I mean, it was based off the book. Yeah, so. such a great job. Um, and I actually uh, got the book and I would, I finished it. I read it on a plane, which, you know, good plane reading. Yeah. Um, but I was really intrigued by it. I loved it. I thought they did a fantastic job. I know I said that already, but I really do agree with that. Yeah. Um, the New Grudge. I haven't seen it yet. What? I'm in it, you jerk. <laughs> it just came out, you prick. It, it did just I'm come out. I'm very busy. Um, so I am in a scene of that movie, and um, I actually really liked it. So that's another take. I've of, heard a lot of people liked it. I've heard kind of both. I heard a yeah. lot of people didn't like it. I heard a lot of people liked it. Um, in the end, so it ends, and in the ending... I guess I won't like fully because it did just kind of come out. It came out yeah. on the third, so it's yeah. been like it's been like eight days. Eight so old I really, days. I really shouldn't tell you everything about but it. But by the time this comes out, it'll be like fifteen, fifteen days, days or something. So then you should have seen it by yeah. now. Um, but I, I love the Grudge itself. Yeah. Um, I was a fan of Juwan. They do a really good throwback of like the the original, like being in Japan and telling. I mean, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, obviously see Juwan first and then see them in order so you see everything. Um, but it ends. And at first I was like, no, this can't, mm -hmm. this can't happen. This can't end like this. And then, then it really ends. And I'm like, okay, I'm content with it. So yeah. get, don't yawn. <laughs> She's no, like, you're I boring. Like, no, literally what I do to hold in burps at this you point yawn. in my life is so if I reverse, if I, if I figure out a way to, Fix my air ducts. It comes out as a yawn. Well, I'm trying to not burp on this show anymore because have you noticed that I haven't burped on the past four episodes? No, I haven't. You know, I haven't burped. I've I've been it's like more a, conscious it's like a, about it. It's like an outward pull thing where I have to be like. <laughs> so when she's yawning, it's everyone, like I, I literally have to clench my jaw and go. You're not bored with me talking. You're no, just trying not to burp. I'm trying. Okay, that makes me feel I'm better. I'm trying not to f flatulate. Um, thy microphone. So one, I'm going to talk about one DVD that I have that I haven't watched yet, but I'm really excited. But the only reason I'm talking about it is to lead to another story. So, oh, um, 47 meters down uncaged. It's a shark movie. I love a good it's shark, a shark movie. movie. It's a shark, well, I mean, for 47 meters down in the ocean, I know you love the ocean uncaged, not in a cage. Um, so I'm going to tell you a story about one time that I went to, um, go dive with the sharks and it was a promo for, um, what was the other shark movie? Something. I don't know. It was another shark Sharknado? movie. <laughs> not Sharknado. Another shark movie. Sharks on a plane? Not sharks on a plane. Which that would, wasn't real. That would, that's not real. Um, it might've been. Cameron's like, was it for the first 47 meters down? I don't remember. It had un whatever. Regardless, it was a shark movie and the promotion was to go swim with the sharks. And at first I was like, do I really want to go in the ocean with the sharks? Cuz I don't love the ocean. I don't hate it. I appreciate I don't the ocean. Be in it, though. I'm afraid I of the ocean. I fucking love it. But I don't want to be in it. Very afraid of it. And I was like, you know what? Be like be strong. Let's overcome our fear and let's go swim with the sharks. So, I'm kind of hyping myself up and I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. We get on the boat, we go out to swim with the sharks. So the first, I'm like with my little vlogging camera. I'm so excited. My smile is very big. You're like, hey guys, we're gonna go hang out with I'm the sharks. I'm talking to the camera. I'm really excited. We're going in the boat and you know, we start getting, we start moving. Yeah. So the boat is going, we're just going slowly. And then we start kind of hitting the water and we're just doing like this, but it's still fun. Having a great time, super fun. Maybe like seven and a half minutes in. I realize, wow, <laughs> we're going down. <laughs> we're going deep wow. in there. You know, I really, there's a reason I don't like the ocean. Yeah. And I get terrible motion sickness. Like, ter I can't even go in a car up a mountain. Like, I will vomit. So, qu very quickly, I realized this is a terrible idea. And my video goes from me being very excited to my face turning green and not being very excited anymore. And I'm like, wow, I don't feel so great. And then the next maybe hour, hour and a half is me projectile vomiting yes. off the side of the boat. Like to the point where I really thought if this boat does Attracting those sharks. Yeah, I was chumming that water. You're like vomit. <laughs> they apparently don't care either way. Yeah. So I'm vomiting. 
not only me, but there was a bunch of other people on this boat. And I would say it was like maybe a third of the people were very seasick. And at a certain point I'm like, okay, I can't stand up anymore. And I go lay in the boat and I'm laying like kind of on the couch Mm -hmm. facing a window and I'm seeing the sky and then the ocean, the sky and then the ocean. Like Mm -hmm. the boat was literally moving so much that they had to call it and we had to go in because they thought the boat was going to break. The the water got so rough. So this whole time I went out to see the sharks. I threw up my guts into the ocean. <laughs> I was so seasick. I never got to even get in the water. And at a certain point I was like, I'm terrified of sharks. If I have to jump out of this water because it's going to make me feel better, mm-hmm. I will do anything to not feel the sickness. And then the guy on the boat was like, if you're in the ocean, it's probably gonna be worse. And I'm like, oh my God, somebody kill me. And I was like in tears. And then we get back to land and I laid on the ground and I was like still (laughs) sick for the rest of the day. Um, So although I love me a good shark movie, we don't like the experience in real life. We don't like the experience. To get to a nice shark, we don't like to get there in this type of way. My next shark dive, I feel like, is going to have to have a helicopter element. In a cage. In a cage. The helicopter will have, I'll be pre in the cage. I would fuck with some sharks if I was in a cage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, because I I like some big booty fishes. Well, the thing was, so this experience was out of the cage. So it was near sharks, which typically don't attack people. Um, yeah, but you don't know what's in the ocean. Like you could yeah, say like, true. yeah, like there's some, you know, nice chill sharks you know, the in there, sharks, but there could be a be big nice. baddie in there. That's very true. And again, in the end, I didn't end up being in the ocean. I lived, no sharks ate me. Um, but thinking about it, I think if I actually, if the seas were calm and I did have to jump into the water, it, someone might've had to push me off the boat. It'd be fucked. Yeah. But in a cage, I feel like I would be a little bit more brave, but even shark cage dives have gone horribly wrong. Yeah. So. Which maybe you should stick to your, just like. Maybe you should keep your feet. Your couch on job. <laughs> maybe, maybe me and this couch will, this guy, we will don't, be okay. We don't need to fuck with sharks. That's, that's the privilege but that we carry. How cool would it be to be in the ocean with a shark? I'm good. <laughs> okay, not as cool. Okay. I mean, I would like to do it. In in my life, I want to jump out of- You're too busy a, fucking with bugs to deal with. That's true. But like, I want to jump out of one plane. I want to skydive once. I want to swim with the sharks. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. That's the extent of my danger. I'm getting a foot cramp. Um, I'm getting an ass cramp. Uh, anything, any other yeah, movies? Have- no. Or shows? Nothing. I mean, I watch weird shows. Is there anything else that you're looking forward to? No. See, I couldn't See, make you that could, You didn't even yawn. You um, just burped that one right out. What am I looking forward to? Ooh, um, another show that's not necessarily um, horror, but it's still like suspense and, and murder is uh, Mindhunter. Did you watch Mindhunter at all? No. What? I'm busy. Mindhunter is, has two seasons, I believe. Right? Two seasons. Third season is coming out soon. They haven't announced when the third season is coming out. But Mindhunter is a show on Netflix. Basically, it begins with the FBI uncovering um, serial killers. So at the beginning, they don't... We like those. We we love a good serial killer. They don't have the term coined serial killer quite yet. So they're investigating and they, they call it multiple murders. So they're finding multiple murders, but they're starting to investigate kind of the um, the tendencies of a serial killer. So that's where you hear things like if there's a child that is murdering animals or if they're they're doing, there's certain yeah. patterns that they start developing to realize that, you know, if Some they Bates do Mattel this, shit. right, yeah. you know, A plus B equals C. Um, but it is a fantastic show and it's actually based on real life. Yeah. So, um, I love a good story that people create, but I can appreciate so much more when someone finds something that actually happened and they put it together in a way that is so intriguing. So throughout uh, Mindhunter in seasons seasons one and two, you're following the BTK killer. And mm-hmm. if you know anything about serial killers, that one's a doozy. So the bind, torture, and kill yeah. killer. Yeah, and it yeah. is, it's, it's just really intense because you see people, and again, this kind of circles back to what we were talking about at the beginning, someone that is seemingly very normal, um, very, or uh, like Manson, very charismatic. Yep. Um, people that you see and they're living a normal life. Like Ted Bundy. And 
on the other side, on the crazy. flip side, they're fucking nuts. Yeah. And the fact that people- And I've had a few people in my life where I've been like, you might be one of those people you because be they'll say killer. things and I'm like, yeah. Oh, bro. Well, you sound and I like think, you're a killer. <laughs> I think that because of all of these shows and movies that are uncovering all of those things, now we have that thought. Yeah. But think about 30 years ago. People didn't think that no. because they didn't have all the content there was like, around them. There's a difference between now where like, you know, 30 years ago, there was like, people would have to like courtship each other and like, you know, properly like hang out with people and like not have phones and like text you the next day. Like you couldn't text someone the next day. You'd have to like physically make efforts. And so like <laughs> physically also meant, I guess, killing people and like finding ways to physically get them alone. Well, and, and also the fact of being able to get away with things. Yeah. Think about murdering someone 50 years ago versus murdering someone now. You Regardless, were, I wouldn't do either, but I, mean, I would just, <laughs> this is making me sound real bad. I'm not saying that I would murder someone 50 years ago or now I'm not a murderer, but it would be a lot easier to get away with oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And there were so many people, there's so many cases that have gone cold because they just didn't have DNA. They didn't have evidence. They didn't have the research and the tools and the facilities that we have now to basically, yeah. is that a yawn that I saw? <laughs> I was trying that to was hold like board. I was trying to hold in a burp again. I'm sorry. I feel like that was... I feel like I caught you and you just no, came up with a really good story. It really, like, <laughs> So Mindhunter, um, I don't know that they've had an official release date of when season three is coming, but I feel like it's usually around springtime. I'm very much looking forward to that one. Your homework is to watch seasons okay. one and two. So when, so when we were talking about this episode two, you were like, oh, like, let me know, like, what you're watching, like, over the holiday you break just said, and like, shit. like, six times. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> You were at no, so this is not gonna get better. <laughs> no, say that sentence one more time. Remove all the words that so spell when you said we were going to talk about how we were watching shit over our holiday break. Yes, um, I am very embarrassed to say that I watched Nailed It the whole holiday break. What is that? It is uh, the show where there's a lot of these Pinterest. Um, Nailed it. What's it on? Oh, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Oh! It's uh, one of my favorite guilty pleasures. And essentially it's like, sorry, I said the word. It's essentially when you go on Pinterest and you find these beautiful cakes and cupcakes designs mm -hmm. and you, you pin it and you're like, <laughs> you keep saying Nailed it. And you're like, I'm going to do that. So it's a competition and all these people, um, they compete and they're all shitty bakers. They're not good. Oh, no one's good. Okay. And everyone does a shit job. And I just find. Do you know that was the thing that yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I just <laughs> fucking love watching people fuck up and then winning $10,000. And I sit in my room I and feel I'm like, like, you would be good at that show. And I sit in my room and I just say, hey, I would like $10,000. So and I make shit. Basically, what you're telling me is I said, Hey, we're doing this episode. You should look up things that are relevant. And you're like, no, <laughs> no, because I watched this. I will stand by this show because it is terrifying in ways that I can back. Okay. Well, I, maybe I'll give it a shot. Probably not, but it's funny. Okay. Well, it's quite nice. Anyways, that's what I watched. That's what you watched. You did exactly <laughs> what you didn't need to do for this. I like the diversity of not being a very, uh, you know, just being bad at your job. I don't want to. I don't want to be a relatable guy. No, see other people. That I are bad watch at their Dracula jobs. so I can watch people fuck up their cakes, and we like Dracula. Yeah. And with that, I think we're moving on to creepy trees. I just like made out with my microphone. I'm like, <laughs> and I made an effort to put it on a table so that I wouldn't have to. Okay, hold on. Can I move a little bit? Oh wow! I'm gonna stick this bad boy here, or I guess I don't know where. Um, <laughs> as you take everything off the table. <laughs> As I start a fire. Okay, so I'm gonna grab the other things that I need. Sounds. Oh, okay. Wait. What? So one fun fact: I made us a list, an Amazon list. This one I'm not gonna make a yawn. Oh, that's a straight burp. Boom. Um, I went on my Amazon storefront and made us a let's get spooky list. So if you want to try any of our creepy treats, you can go to letsgetspooky.com. We will have a button for you to click. It'll take you to the let's get spooky list on Amazon where you can buy everything and try it. 
So, um, on our last episode, you can hold that one. Well, we talked about uh, cricket protein and the protein bars. This is NAC? Nake? NAC? NAC. I've actually uh, never heard of this brand before because it was another brand trying to make protein bars. I haven't heard of this one. The other one that I was thinking of wasn't this brand, but this is the one that I found on Amazon. So I got both of the flavors available, which are, this is blueberry cheesecake and that one's cookie dough, I think. This one says blueberry, but it's blueberry cheesecake flavored um, in the Amazon description. And so I cut them up into tiny little pieces so you can try them. Oh, wow. I'm gonna put this over here. Um, but these are listed in the Amazon wish or the Amazon list as well, so you can find them. And I'm not sure. We so both flavors them. are in there, so you have to we sniff them. We can smell them. This is uh, mm. <sighs> Wait, <laughs> what? Oh, I just snorted. Wait. Mm, no, I like they. <sighs> the only thing I would this have one to has say chocolate chunks. I'm very interested. That's the blueberry one that has the dark I'll spots in it. Um, the one thing that I have to say is. <laughs> They smell very, <laughs> was that the blueberry? Oh, come on, it can't be that bad. Let me try it. Wow. That's chalky. That tastes not like blueberry uh, or ah. <laughs> like anything. It kind, of, it kind of tastes like you put a, like a, um, like a stick of chalk in the sand. You like wet it first, you rolled it in the sand and then you ate it. And, but then you said you put dried blueberries in it, but it's actually grains <laughs> of, it's actually pebbles. Well, that's not very good. Um, but on the, the other note, it, oh wow. So <gasps> it has 20 grams of protein. Fuck that, I wanna be fat. <laughs> Okay. So wait, hold on. We're gonna try to redeem this a little bit. <laughs> nope. Um, but that has twenty grams of protein. Knack which- is whack. <laughs> we about you. Okay, wait. Let's you try, try for better. Try the other one that no, doesn't have the. Brown. I will not go. I'm gonna try the cookie dough. Hold on. It sucks ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> the cookie dough is better than the blueberry. And I'm not just saying that to make you eat it. Just try it. Just try it. Come on. Just try like a little niblet. A little niblet of the nugget. So 20 grams of protein for a protein bar. <laughs> You're not even giving it a shot. She's making like a puke face before she even like ate it. But um, it's not as bad, right? Well, let me see yours. The Yours 20 grams? I don't yeah, know. so they both 20 have twenty grams, grams of protein. Up. Uh, B twelve vitamin. They have. Oh, it just has a cricket on it, but it doesn't really say how many crickets. They could have at least made it taste good. Well, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna give that a not good rating. I mean, if we're you, not sponsored here. Okay, but here's the thing: sometimes to be healthy, you eat things that don't taste good. Yes, and this is an example of that. <laughs> but. What the fuck? Um, yeah, it's one of those things that smells very delicious and then you eat it and then just ate like you just ate chalky sand. So we're gonna put those back in the bowl. We're gonna remove those from <sighs> our thing. And <laughs> <laughs> you're yawning, it's very rude. We're gonna move on to the next thing. So I took a step up I from know. The, the cookies. I'm very, I'm very. She's very excited about very this. Very excited. I cooked them right before we started. So I, I made- I saw you cook them. Uh, cricket pancakes. So crick this cakes. is uh, crick cakes. Crick cakes. Crick cakes. I like crick that. Cakes. So I made them small so we could eat them. They're cold by now. <laughs> they're literally crick cookies. They're, they're very, they're very cold. We but we have dip butter them in the butter, and we have syrup. So we're gonna try them. Should I? I thought the butter would melt. But well, it did not. For fuck's sake, <laughs> we can't have everything, can we? Here, do you want me to just put a little Why butter on I your guess, cake? Is this my cake? Sure. <laughs> I like a lot of butter. I'm a. I'm, I want to die now. So we're basically, we're canceling out the fact that this is good for you and we're spreading butter all over it. Yes. I don't even need syrup. I just want to die. They have chocolate chips in them. So this is also on the Amazon list. Um, it is, I don't, I'm not sure the brand, but it is just a cricket protein pancakes with chocolate chips. Um, the one inch, thing that- inch, it, <laughs> inch, They get a introduction. Hmm. 
That's really it's good. Smooth. Yeah. Definitely not chalky. Wow, it's it's that's lo- really immediately good. Immediately splitting apart. Hold on. Yeah, the one thing that um, I do have to say is they're very um, not really dry, but just a little bit more flaky. But it's very delicious. Are crickets just fucking dry as shit? Well, yeah, we've eaten them before. They're dry. They're just ground up and dry. So these, <laughs> dang it, I forgot the package. But these, I believe. Um, Nine grams of protein. And the thing is, I made them very small. So if you made them like a regular size pancake, I think it's like two or three pancakes is nine grams. Like what you would have for yeah. breakfast. So like when you're eating pancakes in the morning and you, you're like, mm. wow, I'm on jemima really hard. <laughs> but you want to redeem yourself with protein. You want to be like, you know what? I'm getting fat and skinny. Well, I think it's, I think the redeeming factor is the chocolate chips and the nine pounds of butter. I just put on this <laughs> and the whole pancake. quarter stick of butter. You put on <laughs> one pancake. Um, mm. but these, I would have to say are way better than the protein bars. Oh yeah. I feel like these ones that are sealed on a scale of one to 10, these pancakes are at a 10 mm-hmm. and those are at a negative four. That is <laughs> like sub, that is like in the. The fucking core of the earth right now. That is not even, you know. That shit sucks. <laughs> okay, this is not the ones this that butter's good though. Don't do not just eat a stick of butter. <laughs> She's just gonna eat butter. Um, so don't maybe buy these. Definitely buy the the pancakes. The pancakes Definitely buy are the butter. <laughs> butter is not for sale. You can buy butter at your grocery store. Butter. Pancakes are delicious. So that will do it for this episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vip. And I'm Ashley. And you can watch all of the videos of our episodes at letsgetspooky.com. You can also download us on iTunes and listen on Spotify. Don't you dare eat that butter. And fiends, don't forget to stay spooky. Stay spooky.